What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm delighted, I've been la-di-da-din Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be potting I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it Guess what? I got it You should do it too You will never lose If you ever do Must have been a ruse Ricky, that's my dude Stoops are super cool Sharks up in the pool I've been sparking up my tools I've been looking to win Spend a little again I've been first fiddled it in my God, I riddled again. I told them stop clowning around. They said what goes up comes down. I said I'm down with the sickness. My team stay ill now. Come get this. I'm just so David and light. I stay ready tonight. Deep dive, we rise. That's the melee, alright? De- David the light. De- David the light. Da 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 David the light. Hey. Welcome to another edition of the Deadly Life brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we've got a fun episode for you. But first, I am joined by my podcast partner, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. Getting out there, playing some golf, relaxing a little bit, staying busy at work. So excited for this episode, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know you said we got some, some fun stuff planned, so I'm excited for it. We do have some fun stuff planned. Did you do any prep work for this episode? No, because you didn't tell me. What's going on? So exactly. No, I'm no excited about work. this week. We are going to tackle the over and unders for the rook, uh, for the upcoming rookie class. Um, we are going to join forces with the guys from the Fantasy Football Roundtable podcast. So we've got Dennis. We got and the we got Dennis and the Matt brothers. How are we today, guys? I'm outstanding this morning and looking forward to uh, you know. Wild ass conversation uh, about shit I don't know that's coming. (laughs) (laughs) See, look, Snoop, you're not the only one. There we go. I'm doing good. I I had to wear my uh, Michigan hat to support you, Ricky, and balance out the the rest of the people you brought on. Oh, I thought that was a turd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing all right as well. I knew I should have put my Buckeye shirt on. I just didn't want to get kicked off the first time I jumped on again. So, or the next time I jumped on again. Yeah, it, it doesn't take much for me to uh, kick people off the shows, especially like my. He's kicked the, me off. I I really have. I mean, I mean, if if Fox knows more than anybody on the movie podcast that you know, the Music City Drive-In podcast that I host, I, I kick off people regularly on that one. So you know, let's ride a fine line. And of course, when we start talking about Joe Burrow, obviously we really ha- run the risk of being really kicked off the air. So um, we, let's walk. You know, tread some water here, guys. But no, what we're going to do is I have a list of the over and under for the upcoming season. And basically, I have this in an Excel spreadsheet. So I'm going to hold you guys accountable at the end of the year, too, as well, because I've decided to uh, 
see who's going to do what with this. And I so, you mean, not only is this a no notes test, it's a no prep test. And we're going to get graded. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is like the upcoming school year. You know what I mean? I, you know, we've got kids here. We're, I'm a school teacher now. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not getting paid. Neither do our teachers. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm i excited about this. You know what I mean? You guys are going to get graded for your work this year. I figure we'll I'm sure. Out- uh, I'm sure I'm at my best, too, at 7.15 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work well under pressure, man. Work well exactly. under pressure. I mean, this is no different from me texting you, uh, you know, the day before an Oscar show. Hey, man, we're going to do the Oscars tomorrow. I need you to do all your research ASAP so you can join the show tomorrow. I mean, it's. I know. Movies are life, though. Exactly. So by, speaking of which, I, I expect you tomorrow night, right? Yeah, 2004. Bad. All right. So, folks, we're going to kick it off at the wide receiver position. I figured we start off a little soft here. Um, let's see here. I'm going to start off with Denzel Mims. All right. And I'm going to let Stoop kick it off. Receiving yards, it's the over-under is 609.5 yards. So you got the over or under on that? Mm, I really want to say over, but I just have kind of a gut feeling that it's going to be under. I don't know why. Um, I, I still think Darnold's going to um, throw for – I think he's going to – I think Darnold's going to have a solid season this year. But I think Mims – I think a lot of it, and I hate to say it, it's going to come down to just timing – um, I, I know they haven't had as much, you know, time out there to really get that chemistry built up, but I think it's going to be under, um, I think bell is going to see a little bit more receiving, receiving aspect there. But, um, for me, I'm going to go under as much as I want it to be over Fox. I'm also going to go under, you know, Anderson last year only had 779 receiving yards. I think Mims and Perriman are going to split that. I expect, uh, Herndon to have a bigger role. Bell's still there, and I think Crowder's their number one. So I'm going to go under. Bruni, uh, I'm going over. Uh, he's the only one there besides Chris Herndon, and Chris Herndon can't catch every ball thrown. Well, he probably could catch every ball thrown too, maybe, but I do think that they're going to try and feature him. I mean, Adam Gase knows he likely has to improve Sam Darnold's uh, game if he wants to stay there as the head coach with the Jets. So I'm going to go over. Mr. Bennett, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash the under. I think Bell he, he had 78 targets last season. I think that probably goes up a little bit. Um, Herndon missing virtually all of the season is, you know, that hampered Darnold. He had showed some con- some chemistry with Darnold the previous year. Uh, I think uh, Herndon is gonna be a, a a breakout at the tight end position. And when it comes to the wide receivers, you know, we know what Brashad Perryman is. So we just got to figure out when is that five game stretch going to happen during the season where he's good. The the other 11 games, you know, he's going to not be so much. The guy that I think that I'm going to stash from that team, you know, we know we know Crowder's getting his 120 targets. But the guy I'm going to stash from that team is Vincent Smith. I like it. I mean, Dennis just comes on the show, just drops some bombs for us. I mean, I like it. I'm okay with it. I am with, uh, I'm with Bruning on this. I'm going over. Um, I'm looking at like seven, seven fifty is where I think that I would place him right in around that range and receiving yards, maybe a little bit higher. I think they're going to pass the ball, obviously a lot more. They're going to play from behind a lot as well. So that defense is not going to be good. So I think the volume of targets are going to be there because of that. Um, we're going to well, go. You think, so Robbie Anderson had 96 targets last year. You think Mims is going to get 100 targets? 
Uh, I, I would uh, maybe a hundred, I would say maybe 80. Yeah. I'd say he's going to get close to a hundred. Yeah. I'd say between 90 and a hundred. And then, and then he's had that uh, a pretty robust 15 yards per catch. Well, I, th I agree that that's kind of Mims's game. I, I think that Perriman is going to play that role. That's the only, that's one of the concerns I have is that he's going to, Mims is going to have to adjust to the offense, to the NFL, to a, a head case, head coach. And I, I just, you, as much as I, I like Mims's game, and then, you know, we've seen Baylor wide receivers come out of that offense and not adjust necessarily well to the NFL because they're not prepared for the NFL game. I know it's a little different offense now, last season than it was previously, but still it's not that much different. I mean, you look at it, he's got to average what, maybe between 10, about you know 12 to 14 yards a catch and he gets about 60 catches that puts us you know that puts us right in line right you know what i'm saying so for me i think that he can anywhere e easily kind of end up in that area uh i was doing math while you were talking so um i mean that's a good number you put on there that's hard you know bruning's good at that nailing the number that i want and then making me have to choose one side <laughs> exactly <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. I, I think I, I like Mims, and I think that the – I think now we transition to his touchdown total. I think that this is an interesting line for me. Obviously, there's a couple of these touchdown lines that I'm just like, man, they really just don't want anybody betting on these, and this is one of them. So the over-under for the touchdown is five. Um, Stoops, are you over-under on that? I think he's more likely to go over that than the receiving yards. Um I, I don't know. I, I just, he is sure handed, right? He, he's able to, he catches, we saw it when we were down at the senior bowl. I mean, he was yeah. catching everything, right? He was catching everything. So I actually would feel more comfortable going over on the touchdown mark. Um, it may only be like six. I'm not saying he's going to blow it out of the water, but I would be more comfortable saying he's going to go over on the touchdown aspect of it um, than the receiving yard. So for that one, I'm going to go over. Dennis? Five was the number. Yeah. That's a good number. Right, exactly. It's like I don't know. <laughs> it's really just a. I can see him uh, ending with five, right? You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Right. Time yeah, for our favorite gonna, pastime, Dennis pushes. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with uh, with uh, Stoops here. Fox, I'm gonna go over as well. Push. All right. Push. Yes. No, I'm gonna get here. I think he's going to be fine receiving yards, getting some catches, but I do think in the red zone they're going to lean more on Herndon and Bell. And probably, uh, shoot, who do they bring in there that's going to vulture? Oh, Gore. Gore. I think uh, Gore will get a lot of work in the goal line as well. So I think Mims will be faded a little bit there toward the red zone. I don't see him scoring a bunch of long touchdowns, so I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm not really sure how I feel about this episode so far. So because Bruning, Bruning and I are now two for two together here, like we're on the opposite ends of everybody's spectrum here. Guys, you are all correct. <laughs> you should uh, you should feel bad based on last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm also on the. I feel like it's a four or five, right? It's like a four or five. You know what I mean? I, I think it's right in that ballpark. I really feel like that's going to be there. So I, I don't feel like it's going to be over that. Um, we're going to transition into the best wide receiver in this class, Jalen Reger. Um, we're going to, we're going to tackle his receiving yards. His receiving yards is set at 700.5 yards. Uh, Mr. Fox, I'll kick it off with you. 700.5. I'm going to go 
over because I think he's going to end up being their number one receiver. You have a couple of guys that just don't stay on the field uh, very well with Ian Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson. Uh, so I think I'll go slight over. Uh, Stoops. I 100% agree. I think we've said this so many times. TCU, they, they there was a there was a game where he had two targets. Like, how do you give your best player two targets, right? Philadelphia is not going to do that. I'm not saying he's going to be 12, 15 targets a game every single week, but I think Jalen Rager is going to be the guy. I think he's going to see a huge bulk of targets. Obviously, Ertz, Goddard, right? They're, they're going to get their share. But I think Rager's got that speed. He's got that big playability. I, I'm going over, and I'm pretty confidently saying over. Uh, Dennis. Why do you guys hate Greg Ward? <laughs> Jalen Rager has talent. Um, I I think it's going to be the over as well. I, I agree. You know, there's not a ton of competition there other than the tight ends. Now I can see Ertz and Goddard putting up 250 targets, yeah. but that's going to still leave somebody having to step up. Um, I, you know, Jeffrey. As much as I wanted him to return to that early career big wide receiver role he can play so well. I just think the the body is given out on him. Uh, I, I don't know that J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is, is going to be a thing. Um, I, I think that's a, a guy that just didn't didn't quite uh, make the transition to the NFL like uh, some of the, the high-level college people do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over on that. Bernie? I will take the over as well. As you, uh, Dennis just mentioned Greg Ward there. We saw what Carson Wentz was able to do with a bunch of, I don't want to say nobodies, but lower-end guys with all the injuries they had last year. Jalen Rager is extremely talented. Uh, seen it in person when he he beat up on my Buckeyes uh, here in Texas. So he he's an extremely talented player. I think he easily goes over that. Yeah, yeah I, I think Rager is going to be battling Miles Sanders for third on the target list. I am I'm smashing this over so you know hard. It's just to me, I love Rager. Um, you know, he's a guy that Stoops kind of got me onto very early on and watching him play and and I think his his landing spot is the best of this entire class and I, I can't wait to see what he does this year. I, I could even I could see him easily get over a thousand yards this year. I really feel like it's gonna happen. And Goodwin um, opted out, right? If I remember. Correctly? Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Because I think out. Goodwin would have been the one that really was kind of they, they would have been in direct uh you know competition with each other. So with Goodwin out, I think that, that just opens it up even more for Rager. Yeah, and yeah. Jeffrey. And I think Jeff, Jeffrey's already on the yeah. yep. <laughs> it didn't take very long. Yeah. All right, touchdowns, four and a half. Uh Bruning. Over. I'll give him five. I think that's an easy over for me. Dennis, four and a half. I'm yeah. I'm going to take the over, but I'd like to note that Jeffrey led the wide receivers in touchdowns last year with four in ten games. So, uh. yeah. Fox, I'm going to take the under. Say he lands at four. Stoops. I agree. I, I don't want to go that route, but I just think that Ertz and, and, and Goddard, they're going to, I think they're going to see a bulk of those touchdowns, especially down in the red zone, but I, I think it's going to be four. So I, I'm going under as well. 
I'm going to go four for four with Bruning now, which is not apparently not good. Um, <laughs> I'm going over as well. I think he gets around six. I, I got him at six, I think, right now. So I think that's a that's a good number for me. Um, yeah. God, Lee, I got to stop agreeing with When this you one. have this many agreements, it's just a sign that you've spent too much time together. That's what I assume. You know, when I start drafting all these players, the, you know, WWMB do. <laughs> that's, when I, that's when I'm like, oh. Maybe we spend too much time together. And then you lose the entire season. You're like, man, I should not have listened to <laughs> But the nice thing is we get together on Monday. We have an hour to two hours on the air where we just, you know, give each other verbal hugs. Yeah. We'll just have to have you for some of those. So yes, I will definitely <laughs> be all right. <laughs> all right. T- trying to transition into Justin Jefferson, who's over under on the receiving side. It was a little bit higher than I thought it would be, but 725 and a half. Uh, Dennis, give us what you got. It's really high, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the under. Um, if that offense just, if they put out more volume, then it might be easier to go over. Uh, but it's gonna be Adam Thielen. It's gonna be the tight ends. Uh, Jefferson, you know, Thielen is gonna be up there in the 150 target range, and then everybody else, Smith, uh, Jefferson, BC Johnson. I think Dalvin Cook might actually be second on that team in targets. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Mr. Fox. I'm going to go under as well. Yeah. Stoops? I think y'all are forgetting about Courtney Davis, right? He's going to be the one that's over. No. I think um, – I love Justin Jefferson. I do. But um, I think I'm going under as well. I just – we've seen – I mean, when they have two top – you know, they can get two top receivers with massive yardage, but – I'm going to go under. Yes, under. That's where I'm going. Bernie? I agree, but smash the over next year. But I agree yeah. under this year. Yeah, I think if we had an offseason, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable with that over. Um, but I don't as well. So that's a, a full full slate of unders there. Um, the funny thing about it is his over-under for his touchdowns is at five and a half. Bruning? Under. I think four or five is probably his best. That's like peak, right? You know what I mean? I'm the same way. I feel like I'm under on that as well. Like my peak for him is like right at that four, maybe five mark. So Dennis? Yeah, I'm going to hit the under as well on that. Fox? Yep, under. Stoops? I'm going to go over. Everyone else went under. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to (laughs) go. Realistically, it's probably going to be under, but I'm going over. Since you're keeping track of this, this is a test I did not prepare for. (laughs) I'm going to go over. I love it. I love it. All right. So transitioning, it's still in the wide receiver position, but time to talk about Stoops' favorite receiver, Henry Ruggs. Stoops, the huh. over-under on receiving yards is 800.5 yards. Um, what was it? I, wasn't, I was listening, but I wasn't listening. 800.5 yards, over-under. I'm going to have to go under, and, and I just, I just don't – I don't know. I, 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 the, there's not much else there, honestly, in my opinion. Um, but I just don't, I just don't see him, him getting that. He, he's always been kind of just that big play threat to me. I, I don't know. It's long story short. Um, I'm going under. I don't think he hits that. I, I, I could see him getting 700, right? I could see that, but I don't know if he quite, you know, breaks that 800 mark. Um, I'm going under. 
Well, for me personally, I'll, I'll kick it up next year. I mean, obviously, Brian Edwards is going to go for 1,526 touchdowns after being announced he's going to be the number one receiver in the team yesterday. At least that's what Twitter told me I yesterday. Mean, was that really news, though? No, that's the thing. Like, he, Brian Edwards is talented, and I think he already is their best receiver. You know what I mean? But I, I just, I'm kind of shocked by that. Ruggs, I'm not a Ruggs guy. I think Ruggs is going to benefit the Raiders more as a football player than he is fantasy. I think that his fantasy value is not one week he's going to go for 150 the next week he's going to go for like 16 yards and then everybody's like oh i started him the wrong week um so i've got the i'm gonna smash the under on the 800 yards what about you dennis yeah i'm I'm gonna take the under i'm i'm all all in on uh uh brian edwards i have one share of rugs and it's in a league where we have big play bonuses yeah it's that's that's the i I actually (laughs) am doing my last rookie draft right now um we have three picks left. I traded, I had two first round picks uh, and I traded them for David Johnson and uh, Robert Woods. So my, my first pick I had was the two Oh four. And I took uh, who the hell did I take there? It was a receiver. Oh, Brandon Ayuk, no shares of Ayuk. My other pick was the two Oh nine and I took Brian Edwards. And I'm like, people just keep letting him fall to the mid to late second. And I'm like, I don't get it, man. He, you watch his – he's the guy there. He's he's yep. going to be Keyshawn Johnson. He's he's going to – you know, that's, that's oh, I love him. That comparison. I love that comparison. And, and he's going to go out there and he's going to be the guy getting the most volume. Ruggs is going to make plays. Uh, right. He's going he's gonna to be electric when he gets the ball. Uh, they they're talking about putting him in the slot, running some plays out of there, and he's going to get a ton of yak yardage on plays like that. I think if they try to match him up in the slot with a safety or a linebacker or some kind of zone coverage, he, he's going to tear that up. But defenses are going to figure that out and how to take it away. Yep. And, and Ruggs is a good player. You know, Rich Dotson's all in on Ruggs. It was he that was his wide receiver one or two, I think, but. It's uh, I I like Ruggs as an NFL guy. Um, I yep. think he's going to be inconsistent for fantasy. Absolutely agree, Fox. Yeah, the the Raiders have four or five receivers. They're going to get involved. Edwards, Ruggs. They still have Tyrell Williams. They have everybody's man crush, Hunter Renfro. They signed Nelson Aguilar. I don't think any of them gets to 800 yards. I'm going under. And also the way that you avoid starting rugs the wrong week is just to avoid drafting. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've done a lot of that. Actually, I think I have two shares of rugs and I was just by fluke or accident because I think they were an option. Yeah. I have like eight shares of Brian Edwards, but zero. Rugs, rugs free since 2020. Yeah, my my hope is that Rug has two or three decent, good to decent games early in the season, and I can move him for just sell him right draft capital. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was, was the over under eight hundred point five? I'm going to go over. I'll be the only one who goes over. I do think that they're going to feature him. Uh, John Gruden did not draft him and say that he wants his Tyree kill to compete with the Chiefs for no reason. We know that when Gruden wants to feature somebody, he does. Look at the way Darren Waller blew up last year. I don't think he's going to have some huge, amazing rookie season, but we've seen Derek Carr can let it loose back when Amari Cooper was decent and, and, you know, 
actually caught balls that were thrown to him, unlike we've seen most of his career in Oakland and in Dallas because he sucks. I just had to throw that on this podcast as well. He's got brick hands. Uh, but I, I am going to take the over on uh, – on, uh, what's wrong, Stoops? That- Oh, I thought that uh, you looked upset or something. I apologize. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over on uh, Ruggs' uh, yards there. This is random and off the wall, but quick quick opinion on Derek, uh, on Derek Carr. Uh, I think his official name is QB29 Derek Carr. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's a mediocre quarterback. I don't think he's that bad. Uh, I mean, I look so at who he had playing with him last year. If you actually go back and look, what was that, 20 – was it twenty six? The MVP year he was having. Yeah, he broke I, his leg. Yeah, he was good. He he can put up good years. He's finally got a good offensive line. He's got a really good tight end. He's got an okay running back. He's got a a two now really Whoa. well. Uh, Josh Whoa. Jacobs rated. He's got a, a stud in Brian Edwards and a deep deep threat in Henry Ruggs. He actually has a good team around him and a good coach now. I do consider John Gruden a good coach, so oh, I, I think his car is going to bounce back a little bit more than people give them credit for this year. I mean, they're going to so, throw the ball, what, 600 times this year. You know what I mean? So there's that, too. How, how many passing yards is a good season for, for Carr? What do you think? You know, you 4,500. 40, so last year, in, in what everybody considered to be a down season, he was over 4,000. Yeah. So, you know, he only has to add, what, 20 yards a game to hit 4,500, 25 yards will. a game? So yeah. I, I, it, you know, I, it's like last season. Everybody was all in on Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, OJ Howard, but nobody was like, "Oh, Jameis Winston's going to be great." Well, how can we be in on Rugs, Edwards, Waller, I'm and not whatever pass catching? pass catching back. I, I know. Not- I, I get it. We're used to your mistakes, um, <laughs> but not being in on Car, not being on Car. So I think Car. I, I think Car. About you know, he's going to be a mid QB two. I agree, but got to add fifty yards a game. He can easily get you one fifty in one game. You guys realize he's going up against the worst secondary in the NFL. Well, probably not the worst, but definitely bottom three in Carolina week one. Where you're not going to tell me that John Gruden, who drafted him in the first round over all those other wide receivers, is not going to try and get him. Well, let's be real. They drafted him in the first round because it was like a, a homage to, you know, Al Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I mean, let's right. be real. Gruden, you know I mean? Gruden has come out and said that he wanted a guy who can play like Tyreek Hill. And that's exactly what he does. Henry Ruggs is just mediocre, though. He's better than mediocre. He's not a great fantasy asset. He's a very good NFL player. He's not all right. He's got speed, route running, hands. He's got it all. He's just not going to uh, do fantasy that he can do. He was do the fourth best receiver on his team last year. Come on. I'm not saying he wasn't. But when you have Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Jerry Judy, it's kind of hard to be the best. And I don't even like Jerry Judy that much. So, oh, I mean, it's like being the fourth best host on this podcast. With all of us. Hold on. Let, let me go <laughs> take that knife out of Fox's back right there. Golly. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not. He's good. I need to deal with this guy. Uh, I need guys deal hey, with this guy week in and week out. I, I'm not all in on Jerry Judy. You know <laughs> who I wanted. You know who I just, I have like 900 shares of CD Lamb at this point. Yeah. He's the GOAT. That's why. All right. Moving I'm on to Rugs. Apparently, a closet Dallas Cowboys fan based on my fantasy teams. Yeah, I mean, I would say the same as well. Uh, moving on to touchdowns, four and a half. Uh, Bruning, I'll let you kick it off. I'll go over. I think he gets five. I'm going over as well. Stoops? Over. Fox? 
Yeah, this is the one area it's I think it's easy to go over. You know, at least five long passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dennis. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he, you know, I think it's one of those where he gets two in one game type of situation, you know what I mean? And it really makes that oh four over four and a half easy to get. I mean, would you guys be surprised if he ended up with ten touchdowns because they just have ten breakaway plays? I mean, I think that's exactly what he's gonna do. I, I'm gonna say no only because that means Bruning would hit the over on the yards. So <laughs> I know. That's my point. You got selling it, but all right. Moving on to uh, Jerry Judy, uh, over under set at 824 and a half yards. Bruning, I'll let you start it off with since, since you under. have so many feelings. Under. No, he's a great player, but under. And that offense, yeah. I, I think it's going to be mostly Sutton and Fant. And I do think they're going to, they brought in he who shall not be named to run the ball. So I, I really think that uh, it, it's not, he's, Judy's going to be really good for them NFL wise this year. I don't expect him to take a step forward in fantasy till maybe next year. So I, I, Say I would say under. Fox? I'm going to go way under. Dennis? What was the number again? 824 and a half. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it comes down to, in in our head, if he's not the number two wide out, who is the number two? So, you know, I try to – Tim Patrick. As I t- tried to wrap my head around that, it, it's, you know, last year the number two receiver was Deshaun Hamilton at 52 targets. So I think Fant goes up substantially from his 66. Sutton is still going to be in that, you know, 125 to 150 range. He's going to, he's going to, you know, kill that. But they're talking Patrick, uh, Judy in the slot, and Patrick the other outside receiver. And you know, I don't know what. I think I'm going to hit the under on that. Stoops. Yeah, I agree. I like Jerry Judy a lot, but I just, I think again, like Matt said, with the running back they brought in that apparently won't be named. Um, uh, we have someone who really dislikes him. Uh, the box hates. Uh, <laughs> He um he's going to there's going to just be so many targets elsewhere. Um I think Judy's going to help obviously the NFL side of things but fantasy I just don't I don't see it really translating but I'm definitely going under on the yardage. I mean last Denver, season they, they had almost 100 Denver targets only has to their one running, running to their back. to their running backs almost 100 targets. If you, so if you put give 100 targets to their running backs this year 150 to Sutton. So now you're sitting at 250 targets. And as a second-year quarterback, they're going to try to limit, I think, some of the uh, opportunity for error with Drew Locke because, you know, you don't want to break him. I will so. say, though, a lot of – if you actually watched their games last year, uh, with the horrific quarterback play they had for the first 11 games, a lot of the passes to running backs were panic drop-offs drop from uh, aging Joe Flacco and Brandon Allen. Well, but now they've got a good pass catching back. So, yeah, Philip Lindsay, the only <laughs> running back. I'm going to go over here, and I say I'm going to go over because I think the Broncos are going to be very bad this year. I think they're going to be easily the bottom seller of this division, and I think they're going to play from behind a lot. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I am I'm picking up Gordon anywhere I can because I love Melvin Gordon. In that, I just never heard of him. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the MG on that team. Um, you know, I think that he's going to be very good for that team. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot because they're going to play from behind a lot. I just don't think the Bron- I don't think Locke is good. I don't think he's going to be good. 
Um, I think they'll be looking for a quarterback, maybe a new president, all that good stuff at the beginning of or at the end of this year. Um, so I'm going to go over just based on the fact that I feel like Judy's talent is going to make him kind of step above the rest, especially with target wise. If they're throwing the ball, like Dennis said, I mean, you're looking at the ball maybe 500 times because they're playing from behind. I really could see Judy taking the next step and being that second option in that offense. <clears throat> All right. Transitioning over to C.D. Lamb. His over-under on yardage is 799.5. Uh, Dennis, you first. I'm going to say over. I'm on the Dallas has 3,000 yard receivers this year train. So I think, you know, they're going to pass the ball and it, they've got the weapons they have is just insane. And I think Dak is going to throw the shit out of the ball and it isn't going to affect Zeke too negatively because it's just going to mean he's got space and, and we know what he can do, you know. Zeke might not get you a whole bunch of 90-yard touchdowns, but he'll he'll rack up 20 and 30-yarders. Uh, Stoops? I agree. Um, I just <laughs> think with with what they can do there, I mean, you know, you got Cooper, Gallup, and then you've got Lamb. Um, Zeke can catch the ball out of the backfield, but he, he's gotten more comfortable, but it just seems like he's more of just that ground and pound, let him run with it, you know, gain some extra yards there. Um I mean, who do they have a tight? It's Blake Jarwin out at tight end, right? So it's not like they've got the top-notch tight end really, really fighting for targets. I'm going over there. Um, I like CeeDee Lamb a lot of, through the whole process, right? I was saying it's a 1A, 1B, kind of with him and Judy. Ricky didn't didn't think that. But um, I, I think I think Lamb's going to go over that. Fox? Well, I will admit I'm still trying to emotionally and psychologically recover from the savagery <laughs> I just experienced. That was like taking out my family picture and burning it. <laughs> air. Sorry about that. But I'm, I'm going to take the over on uh, God's gift to receiving CD Lamb. <laughs> I like it. Bernie? Uh, I am going to agree. Uh, I don't see Blake Jarwin doing much of anything. I think uh, – I don't know about all three being 1,000 mark thousand yard wide receivers i think it's easily going to be Gallup and lamb but i do agree that he goes over that and i agree with uh i wait ricky so who was your top wide receiver last year was it jerry judy or c lamb oh jerry judy was my number one receiver oh never mind i was gonna say we actually agreed on something it wasn't even a 1a 1b it was one cd lamb b jerry judy but all right well apparently you like to be wrong a lot so i'll just go with that i just looking at for the ends of the years that's all Looking at the stats last year, so Cooper had obviously had 1,100. Gallup had 1,100. Randall Cobb had 828. So, you know what I mean? Like, Randall Cobb had 83 targets last year and still averaged 15 yards a catch. So, to me, and then, of course, you have the 83 targets from Witten's gone. Even if Jarwin goes from 40 to 60 targets, I mean, this is a slam dunk, right? I think eight, 799 is just a, an easy smash of the over, even if he ends up in that 900 to close to 1,000 range. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, Dak Prescott is like a fantasy mind gold right now. The downside about it is, is when he's not a cowboy next year, that's when everybody will be really mad. But um, I, I, it's an easy smash of the over. Touchdowns, four and a half. I'm going to go over on that as well. Uh, Fox? Yeah, I'll take the over. Bruning? I'm going to go under. Hmm. I have them at like six. You know what I mean? I think that's a, that's a solid number. 
they just really like to give ball the Ze- they like to give ball to Zeke the end zone. They really like to give Zeke the ball in the, in the red zone. I, I think with the way Dak runs the ball as well, you do have Cooper and Gallup who will be able to score. I I wouldn't doubt if he does, but I think just looking at that offense, I think when they get down in the red zone, it's definitely going to be Zeke one, probably Cooper two, maybe CD Lamb three over Gallup, and so I just I don't know if he gets over that. So I'm going to go under. Dennis. Well, let's see. Where's my receiving? So last year, let's see. Cooper had eight. Gallup had six. Witten four. Cobb three. Jarwin three. So the question is, is do we believe Zach is going to exceed his 30 touchdowns from last season? If so, yeah, I think Cooper and Gallup will stay fairly static. The number was four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hit the over on that as well. I, I just think, you know, when I look at the Cowboy receivers, one thing C.D. Lamb does that I don't think Cooper and uh, Gallup do as well is uh, he fights for the ball. And so I think Dak is going to quickly develop some confidence with him just based on the way he, he goes and gets the ball. I'm going over. Yeah, I just I think it makes way too much sense. All right, let's see here. Let's transition into the running back position. Um, crazy enough, I could only find rushing yards for the running backs. I couldn't find touchdown totals. So basically what I'm going to force you to do is I'm going to force you to give me how many touchdowns you think these guys are going to end up with. I like throwing curveballs you guys' way. But first we're going to start off with CEH, Mr. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, over under 950 rushing yards. Stoops. <laughs> I think I actually it might be a crazy I think he's gonna go under because I think he's gonna have more receiving so he's gonna have a good chunk of total yards but rushing wise I, I think I'm going under on that number I'm under 950 <clears throat> I'm under on 950 as well yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's gonna get a thousand yards this year yeah. um, it's nothing against Clyde Edwards I think you're right he's gonna probably have what five maybe 500 receiving yards this year. You know what I mean? So combined, he'll have a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. I just, I like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I also just feel like he's like the third back in this draft class. You know what I mean? So there's that as well. So, I mean, obviously he's in the better offense, but there's so many weapons. There's so many things going on in that offense. I just, a thousand rushing yards is going to seem, I don't know. It doesn't seem ideal to me. Um, Mr. Fox. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, under 950 uh, as well. You know, Damian Williams had 498 and McCoy had 465 last year. So combined, they didn't even get to a thousand yards. Dennis? Yeah, I'm going to hit the under on that as well. I, I agree. He's going to, you know, I, I think he'll have more rushing yards than receiving yards, but I don't think he'll have more, more than 950 yards. Mm-hmm. Bruni? I agree under it's hard to rush the ball when you're throwing it to Tyree kill for a touchdown on like the first play of every drive. So, I'll <laughs> All right. So I'm going to put you guys in the spot. Henry rugs in Oakland or Las Vegas, whatever. Same team. I'm going to hit you on the spot with touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to do overall touchdowns, overall touchdowns for Clyde Edwards, Hilaire Fox, you first seven. 
damn you, that was the number I was going to go with. We still can. We can. We can share. Uh, I got to be <laughs> Bruning. I'm gonna go with seven. That was the number <laughs> I had to. That's crazy because that's the number I had, but I don't like Bruning anymore, so I'm gonna go six. I aim to please. Stoops. You said total or just the rushing? Just total. Total. Total touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Eight. Dennis. I'm going nine. I mean, Damian Williams had seven in 11 games and six starts. So I think Edwards Alaire, you know, being as short as he is, has shown the ability to run inside fairly well. Uh, you know, he's not, he's not going to be breaking off any long runs, but I think he's, he's good enough to get in the end zone when they get down close. And so, you know, if, if uh, McCoy and Williams can combine for 12 touchdowns, I, I think if CEH uh, dominates the workload at running back, uh, he can get nine. All right. Another another really good running back in this class with the worst landing spot ever, DeAndre Swift. Um, I don't, for some reason, I have him as Deon, Deon Andrew Swift on my <laughs> spreadsheet right now. <laughs> I had an extra letter in there. Um, all right. His over-under for rushing guards is 625. Uh, Bruning, I'm going to kick it off with you. Easy over. Easy. Easy over. Interesting. Uh, Dennis. Jag. 625. I'm going to take the over on 625. Stoops. Sorry, my music started playing in my background. That was weird. Um, What was the number? Six what? 625. No, I'm going under. I, I just, I still just don't trust Detroit with their running backs. I, I don't. I think Swift is much better than Johnson. I think Swift is a better talent, but I, I don't know. I'm going under. Fox. Yeah, rushing only. I'm going under. If it was combined, I'd go over. Yeah, I'm going under as well. I think that he might have a couple hundred yards through the through the air. I think he's going to be that third down back maybe for them team. And I don't believe in on Johnson either. I think he's just. Very whatever. Um, all right, total touchdowns. Fox. I'm gonna go with five. Bruning. Six. No, I take that back. Seven. Dennis. Uh, I'm gonna go four. I, I I feel like they're, you know, his touchdowns are. I, I'm a, let me introduce you to the vulture one, Bo Scarborough. I think Scarborough has double-digit touchdowns. Like it. Um, this is his nickname now. No, Mr. Vulture. Um, Stoops. I say five. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Sounds about right. Uh, all right. So the over/under on uh, Jonathan Taylor. Um, this one's going to be easy. Smash for Mr. Bruning. I mean, we already know the answer to this, but it's, it's funny to me. Out of the guys that we've talked about so far, you would think that his over-under on rushing yards would be a lot higher or maybe even way higher than Swift's, but they're actually lower. His over-under is 550. <laughs> <laughs> I guess those guys are back. A lot of Marlon Mack true. At least, in Las Vegas at, at least somebody gives Mack the respect he deserves. <laughs> Hey, they'll put a towel down on the bench for him to sit on so he doesn't get too tired. 
Yeah, it's an easy over for me. I, I'll, I'll say this. I do think Max starts probably week one, maybe week two. Jonathan Taylor is too damn good. I'm sorry. Marlon Mack is not a bad back. I, I don't mean to disrespect him. I'm sure his family listens, and I apologize to you, Mack. <laughs> He's not a bad back, but he is not. He cannot hold. Jo- he cannot hold Jonathan Taylor's jockstrap. Jonathan Taylor is an elite back. He is going to smash that over. You could put it at eleven hundred, and I would have said it. <laughs> Come on, now you've seen the equipment managers. A lot of people could hold jockstraps if that was just all we were. <laughs> yeah, but for. have you seen Marlon Mack hold the football? He can't hold the jockstrap. He fumbles it. Stoops. That's easy. Like he's gonna, yeah. That's that's not even a question. That, I don't know why it would be. I, mean, I understand Marlon Mack truthers. I get it, right? And there's no disrespect to Mack. Jonathan Taylor's gonna blow that out of the water. Dennis, I would just like to note that in 247 carries last season, Marlon Mack had zero fumbles. <laughs> Good for him. I guess. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, that's an easy over. Um, I, I don't think Mac is just going to go away. So, I but, agree. but I do think we're looking at, uh, you know, a Carlos Hyde, Nick Chubb situation. I, I think they're going to want, they're going to try to be respectful of Mac. Um, but I think a best case scenario is Mac starts, you know, the first couple games. I, you know, I take that back. I don't think we're going to have a Chubb Hyde situation because I don't think Frank Reich is an idiot. So I think he's going to look and he's going to say, you know, this dude is fucking good. And so they're going to give that they're going to let Taylor earn the job. They're going to try to mix both of them in together. Mac is a decent back, but I think it would it would not surprise me one bit to see Indianapolis call up Ron Rivera and say, hey. I know you've got Adrian Peterson, but I've got this dude, Marlon Mack. He rushed for almost 1,100 yards last season. Uh, you know, he could probably help you out. You know, we'll let him go for a fourth or a fifth-round pick. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm splashing it over. This is this 550. I about laughed at this whenever. I was like, I can't wait to announce this on the podcast because everybody's just going to be hysterical over this. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I would have smashed it over an 1,100. I don't think he gets 1,000 yards, but that's beside the point. Um, let's see here. Touchdowns. Total touchdowns. Bruning, I'm going to let you go first because I'm sure it's going to be like 35. 11 million. <laughs> Get me for a minute. Hang on. Okay, uh, Mr. Fox. Okay, I will also go over 550 yards since you, you didn't oh. ask. But. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, host. I had hey, the important. I put X the, in there. I just, I guess, I just assumed. Yeah, the important clarity we've got in the last few minutes is Jonathan Taylor will definitely go over 550 yards. Marlon Mack probably can hold Jonathan Taylor's jockstrap, <laughs> and thanks to Dennis, we know he likely won't fumble it. Uh, and I think Jonathan Taylor gets eight touchdowns. I love that breakdown, right? That was fantastic, Dennis. Touchdowns. Uh, I'm gonna. I think he's gonna get double digits. I'm gonna go eleven. You can pick eleven too. I'm gonna go twelve. <laughs> no, I, eleven was eleven was my original number. Um, I think it's gonna be in that that range. I think because Mac had what zero receiving touchdowns last year. I think Taylor's gonna get at least two receiving touchdowns. Um, with I think at minimum nine to ten rushing touchdowns. So yeah, I mean Mac had eight rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah. Uh, 
Mac had eight rushing touchdowns, no receiving touchdowns. I agree with Stoops and Dennis. He's probably going to get at least two, maybe three. I'm going 16. I think he's going to tie the rookie rushing touchdown record set by Edgerton James with 13. And then I do think – well, 15 or 16. I guess it depends on how – I'll go 15 because I think he gets two receiving touchdowns. But I think he's going to tie the record. Phillip Rivers' arm is about as strong as uh, Uncle Rico's. I do not expect him to be doing a lot in the air game. It's going to be all Jonathan Taylor. I'm going eight. Um, I don't – I like Jonathan Taylor a lot, but I also feel like – you guys are really overhyping what he's going to do in year one. I think you're um, underhyping. <laughs> I don't. I like. I said. I like Taylor. I, Taylor was my RB one the entire year. It still was. I don't, he's not my RB one in dynasty right now for rookie running backs. He's my two. But still, it's just. You know what I mean? I yeah. I don't know. I think it's just year one. I think you know maybe eight nine hundred yards, eight touchdowns. I think we're looking at a good year out of Taylor. Um, but the, he's definitely one of the best running backs moving forward. All right, we're going to transition to the quarterback position. Um, these are obviously, uh, especially for two of the quarterbacks, we're not sure how many games they're going to start, but no we'll kick it off. They don't, ha I, they don't have no J.K. Dobbins stuff online, nothing. J.K. Dobbins over under 700 rushing yards. Okay. Eight <laughs> I mean. oh. Sorry. Oh. Hurts, my, hurts my heart a little Se bit. 700 rushing yards, you said? Yeah, why not? Over 700. All right. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, Stoops, over, under, 700. Over. I love J.K. Dobbins. I absolutely love J.K. Dobbins. I'm going I, – I think Ingram's still going to obviously have a role there. He's still going to get some yardage. But um, I think Dobbins is the future there. Uh, I'm going over. Fox? Under. Mm. Burning? Well, over. If I picked it, I'm thinking over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going under. Dennis? So, Gus Edwards had 711 yards yep. rushing That's last right. season. Yep. And Ingram had 1,018. I think Ingram's goes down and Dobbins exceeds the 700 yards fairly easily. And that's I even with Jackson's I, rushing yards mixed in and all that. Correct. I think Jackson yeah, 225 from Justice Hill. Yeah. So, I think uh, Jackson probably <laughs> drops under 1,000 this year. Uh, and, and so there's going to be, I, I don't, I think Edwards will drop. He's going to probably be in the four to 500 yard range. But uh, I, I think, I don't think they have a thousand yard rusher this season. I love Dobbins a lot, but I, I have to go under here. I just, I don't see that year one. Dobbins is my RB one for the rest of my life because I love Dobbins. And I think that he's going to be the best running back in this class, hands down. Prove it. And he's in. Exactly. The, uh, the under. That's not love. <laughs> barely even like <laughs> this is what i deal with weekly guys long term he is my rb1 this year i don't think he's going to get over sun 700 it's not even going to happen um bruning touchdown total uh i'll go five dennis i'm gonna say i'm gonna go eight that's the number i went to yeah fox three Hater. Stoops? I'm going to go with nine. Nine. Yeah. Were you going to go 69? Um, I'm going to go seven. I mean, nice. Gus, Gus, Edwards had, Gus Edwards ran for 7 11, but he only got two touchdowns. Yeah. 
So, I mean, Jackson gets touchdowns around the goal line. They throw to their tight ends around the goal line. You could have good yards going in between the 20s and not end up with a ton of touchdowns at the back there. I don't like your negativity, Mr. Fox. I think I deserve it, though, after <laughs> mutilating your Broncos, so I'm sorry. All right, so <laughs> now we can pivot to the quarterback position, and we're going to talk about the second-best quarterback in this draft class, Justin Herbert. Um, <clears throat> so his over-under – what? What? The second-best quarterback in this class? Did I, I didn't yeah. stutter, did I? You messed up, Joe Burrow. What about Joe Burrow's stats? Continue. Did, uh, <laughs> the, the more important question before we get to the stat list, did anybody see the tweet that uh, Ricky liked with that picture and describing it as Justin Herbert with the duck watching the <laughs> That was hilarious. I thought that, it was funny. That was the greatest. I thought it was so funny. I was like, this tweet is not being appreciated enough, but uh, it's all right. I you have, I'll send it to you, Bernie, afterwards. Um, <clears throat> all right, so the over-under for Herbert's touchdowns are 22. Stoops, I'll let you kick it off. I love Herbert. Um, I think he's more right. in the 18 range. So under. Yeah. under. I have a question. Uh, Bruning? Is that rushing and uh, passing or just passing touchdowns? We're going to go just passing. 22. Oof. Over. All right, whatever. Over. I hope so. Year one, though, guys. I, I mean, all right. Uh, they three. only had 24 passing touchdowns last year. Check your phone, Bruni. And, and, and I think that Philip Rivers is trying to throw the ball out there. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> so we're so you're looking at, at Herbert throwing for. What was the number? 20, 22. 22 touchdowns in what? Six or seven, maybe eight games? I mean, Taylor is going to start at least half of the season. In 10 games? They've already so, talked about him as the starter. He ain't making it. He ain't making it half the season. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to, you know, if, if, they, if they're winning, they're not going to sit him. They're not going to win. <laughs> if they're competitive, if they're competitive, if they're, they're competitive, not, they're not going to sit in. It doesn't do them any good to put in Herbert and win some games. Let him season. Get that early pick next year. You get Jameer Chase, and then they have Herbert to chase for the next 10 years. Really quick, I just I would just like to say something to, to my friend, my co-host, Mr. Dennis Bennett there. You were on the exact <laughs> opposite side of this with Baker Mayfield. It was all, get Baker in there. He needs the NFL experience. <clears throat> Tyrod Taylor is not that good. We need to see him on the field do this. And I argued against you for that. And now you're arguing the opposite way. Tyler, Tyrod Taylor is better, though. Why'd you change your mind? Why'd I change my mind? I didn't. He got hurt. And then Baker came in and showed how good he was. I didn't want him to play. I've changed my mind on the fact that Tyrod Taylor is not that good. Their schedule is brutal to start the season. Tyrod likely gets hurt by week three or is just so bad. They're like, let's go, Herbert. Show us what you got. That's, That's what I think. Yeah. Well, anyways, long story short, I'm going under. I'm I'm going under as well because I'm not sure he starts more than ten games, and that's where for me I think he'd have to be he'd have to be at ten games for me to even consider the over on this. I don't I don't see them rushing him out there. There's no reason to like I, I agree with Dennis here. There's no reason to put him out there unnecessarily. Tyrod's not good. I've said that for a long time. 
they're not going to win football games, but um, I think they're probably going to have a new head coach this offseason as well. So, um, I just heard Mr. Fox. Job. I'm going under as well. I think the Chargers, no matter who their quarterback is, finish fourth in the Not going to happen. Uh, I mean uh, – <laughs> I kid, I kid. The Broncos. When Denver, are- when Denver's in the playoffs, I'm going to make you do that as the watch party for the NCAA. <laughs> there is a better chance for the Bengal- the Browns to win the Super Bowl than the Browns to make the playoffs. Matt, Broncos are making the playoffs, baby. He just booked <laughs> it there. He just booked it. All right, so the passing nine yard- and seven, seventh seed. Yeah, that's that was my prediction. Yeah. Dude, they were seven and nine last year with hot garbage, for and they still weeks. have a hot garbage at quarterback. So, Drew Lock is a king. Well, I don't want to say king. He's good. He's good. They still have Von Miller, Miller, Bradley Chubb. You don't. Denver has proven before. You don't have to have offense to win. They'll just let Philip Lindsay run seven hundred times. They'll be fine. They'll be terrible. All right. So over under for his passing yards is thirty four hundred stoops. <clears throat> under. Fox? Under. Bernie? Mm, go to Dennis for a minute. I'm thinking. 34. Dennis? Under. I'm under as well. Oh, that was quick. Uh, <laughs> I got to go. Look, Matt has a Chicken lot of messages. He Chicken doesn't shit. want to do a tramp stamp. I'll, it's never going to happen. Barker's so getting wait. a tramp stamp. So wait, what's the, what's the bet? Uh, that Justin Herbert will win a Super Bowl before two. <laughs> oh. And yeah, whoever loses a- that, or MVP, or MVP, whoever loses has to get the either Jeremy Barker of the Back Row Show, good friend I know of, Stoops, mine, and I think, I, well, I know Dennis. I don't know if Matt really knows him or you, Ricky, but uh, uh, they've got a great show. Uh, I've been on there a couple times professing my Justin Herbert love. They love Tua. He's also a Dolphins fan. If Herbert does either one of those things, he has to get a Chargers tattoo tramp stamp. If uh, Tua does, I have to get a Dolphin tramp stamp. So, well, I don't think either one of you ever have to worry about either of those things happening. So, if it never happens, if Tua or Herbert makes the Hall of Fame, then we still have to do it, even if we're like 60, 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> There's a better chance of that happening, but Tua will probably be out of the league in five years, so it's not really that big of a deal. All right, I'm so- going to have to go now. That's blasphemy. <laughs> Hey, I'm good sorry. news. Ricky has managed to alienate all three of us. Yes! He's the new Colin Coward. <laughs> Ouch. Um, on that note, uh, it was nice talking to Dennis tonight. Um, no. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Speaking of the, what, the ninth best quarterback in this draft, Tua, um, over under for his passing yards is 3,300. Dennis, I'll kick it off with you. Uh, I think under. I think Fitzpatrick starts most of the season. Yeah, I agree. I'm on under as well. I don't think even even if he doesn't, I yeah, 3300 is a lot for him. Again, I see this is where he'd have to be. I think at 3300, would have to start what 12 games, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, 3300 is not going to happen. Uh, Bruning, uh, same. I'm going under. Fox, I'm also going under. I think Fitzpatrick plays at least 12. Stoops, yeah, I'm going under. All right, so for his over-under total for his touchdowns is set at 20. Uh, Stoops? I'm still going under with that one. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he I – don't, I don't even think he gets to the 18 mark. I'm thinking he's probably more of like a 
twelve thirteen, if if even that. Like yeah, like Dennis, I think uh, Fitzpatrick's gonna gonna be the the guy you know running through most of the season. Um, so yeah, I'm going under. Yeah, I'm there 100 percent as well. Like it does it. Twenty is ridiculously high. Obviously, he'd have to. Even if he starts, tw- I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if he starts, what, 10 games he gets to 20. So, Fox? Yeah, I think it might be more of a red shirt year for two. I'm going under as well. Rooting? Under. All right, that was easy. <clears throat> All right, now it's time to talk about the Heisman Trophy winner and the <laughs> third best quarterback in the NFC North, Joe Burrow. Um, let's see here. What? You said NFC North. Oh, AFC North. Sorry, my bad. Did I say NFC? I feel like I said AFC. It is what it is. All right, so the over-under on its passing yards uh, for Mr. The Goat Burrow is 3,800.5 yards. Dennis, I'll let you kick it off. You know, he's got a shit ton of weapons. Getting last year's rookie left tackle back. Uh, probably play from behind some. Uh I still think uh, – I think it'll be close, but I'm going to take the under. Uh, Fox? I'm taking the under. All right. Dennis, you said over, right? Nope. No. Under. 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 Sorry. Bruning? Under. I'm going to go over. Uh, Green, Higgins, Zach Taylor kind of brings that <clears throat> Rams offense over. I like Mixon, who can catch the ball a lot out of the backfield as well, who's going to rack up some receiving yards. Man, it's an average of, what, 230-something a game. Man, he he does – he's going to play bad teams this year. Um, I, I think he's – I think he's going to go over that. I, I mean, 3,800 would have been 14th in passing yardage last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's fine. He's again. I mean, that's, a, that's a that's a good number, I think. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I could. That's a, all it takes is you just mentioned a couple shootouts, and he's going to have to put up more two hundred and thirty something yards for those games. Exactly. I, I think. I, mean, I think he goes. Kyler up. only had thirty seven. Wow, he's better yeah. than Kyler. Stoops. Baker had thirty eight though. So now I I think it's going to be very <laughs> close. Um, my gut says thirty seven. But I'm going over. I think he is going to have those games where he just racks up the yards, and I, I'm going over. So last year they had uh, um, awesome. 3,900 with what they had um, last year with the Ryan Finley, obviously, and Andy Dalton, and he's a lot better. So <clears throat> I think that he's going to easily beat the rookie record, 4,051 yards. I think he's going to be at that 42, 4,300 yard Mark this year. Um, I the one thing I do think that they're gonna have to do, they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot. A lot. You know, they're gonna have to compete, especially that division super hard as well. There's got some good defenses in there. But uh I think that he's gonna have 41, 4,200 yards relatively easy this year. I, I think it's a slam dunk. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm way over on the uh thirty eight hundred. <clears throat> would put him at sixth in passing yards last season. I I think that he's I I he's a top eight fantasy quarterback this year. I read mean, I I that's my my go to between him and Baker. I think him and Baker are being undersold a whole lot. I like Baker a whole lot, and I like Burrow. I think that that division's got the four best quarterbacks in football going into this year, fantasy wise. <clears throat> uh, Bruning over under twenty two and a half touchdowns. 
Oh, man. What's the rookie record again? 23? Uh, rookie record is 27th by Baker Mayfield. Oh, I know who it's by. I just can't remember the number. Uh, um, I'll slight over. I'll give him 23. Slight over. All right. Mr. Fox. Under. Fox is no longer invited to my podcast anymore. Dennis? What was the number? 22? 22 and a half. Half. And a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Stoops? I think with a healthy AJ Greenback, <laughs> I think it's going to be over. I don't think he's going to blow. I don't think he's going to break the record. I, I don't think he's going to throw for the 27 mark I, or 28 even to break. The, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be more that 25 range is what I think. So he's going to get close to it, but I don't think he's going to break that. But over. Over. I'm going over um, if he didn't already figure I'd be that shocked out. if he didn't. <laughs> uh, I think I think he's going to break the record. I've got, I've got Burrow winning Rookie of the Year by a massive landslide. I think he'll be un- unanimous Rookie of the Year. Um, I'm going 30 on the year. I'm going 41, 4,200, and I'm going to go 30 passing touchdowns. Um, I think it's gonna he's gonna break the record. I just feel like this team's gonna have to throw the ball a lot. And that to me is something that's very pivotal. Um Burrow is really, really good at football, and those weapons are undeniable. They're just undeniable. And I mean, I love Joe Burrow. I mean, duh. Um uh, how many interceptions? on this podcast? Uh I'm looking 14. I think 14 is a good number. I think 14 is a good number for interceptions next year. I don't think he's going to throw nearly as many as a lot of people think. I don't think that he's going to hit 20. I've seen 20 a lot of places and stuff like that. I, I don't believe it's going to happen. All right. So um, let's see here. Now we're going to transition to rookie of the year real quick before we go. I'm going to give, I'm going to start from the bottom. Uh, Dobbins is plus 2,800. Jefferson, Rager, and Ruggs, and Mims, and Akers are at plus 2,000. Um, Vaughn, Judy, Swift, and Lamb are at plus 1500. Taylor is at plus one, uh, plus 1000. Tua is at plus 800. CEH is at plus 360. Burrow is at plus 230. I want you guys to give me who you think's going to win. Um, and then I want you to give me a sleeper as well. Um, but we'll start off with the sleeper at first. So, Bruni, give me your sleeper pick out of those guys. Oh, out of those guys? Or anybody, if they're not on the list, they're not listed. Rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, obviously. Offensive rookie of the year sleeper, Brandon Ayuk. That'll like be my that. sleeper. All right. Uh, let's see here. Stoops, give me a sleeper. Uh, come back to me. Okay. Mr. Fox. Jonathan Taylor. He's not a sleeper. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'll take the answer. I don't think he's got a chance of winning it, but he's the sleeper. Dennis? Brian Edwards. like that as well. Um, Stoops, are you ready? I'm going to go completely off the wall on this, and I I, I don't know. I'm going to say, first thing that came to mind, I'm going to go completely off the wall. Keyshawn Vaughn, completely off the wall. But I, like I think... There's a chance. Not a bit, not a good chance, but there's a chance. That's that's where I'm going. Sleeper. I like it. All right, Bruni, give me your rookie of the year. 
Uh, it's easily going to be Jonathan Taylor. It's not even a question about it. I'm sorry. Fox. CeeDee Lamb. That should have been your sleeper. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think. I think you get if it's they will always default to whoever the best quarterback is, even on a losing team, unless somebody has a great year for a playoff team. So that's why I pick Lamb. Yeah, the Colts are going to make the playoffs. Jonathan yeah, Taylor's. I was about to say the Colts. The Colts are probably going to win that division. So I think by a landslide too. But that's beside the point. Dennis. CD Lamb. Uh, Stoops. Jonathan Taylor. Easy. I did forget to give you guys my sleeper. My bad. I put uh, I put Cam Akers. I think he's a he's a okay, solid yeah. sleeper. Yeah. He's different. Somebody. To, I I just I out of the names. J- Jalen Rager is another guy that comes to mind. I think that he could be. I think he's going to finish in the top three for voting this year. I don't really consider him a sleeper in my opinion. I think that it's just because he's going to smash. Obviously, rookie of the year is going to be no other person other than Joe Burrow. I mean, he's going to smash all the rookie records. So that's an easy slam dunk for me. Um, all right, guys, thanks so much for joining us this week. This was a whole lot of fun. I had a blast. Uh, make sure to check out the Fantasy Football Roundtable uh, podcast. These guys are hilarious. If you even got a dose of what the banter is on this episode, mm-hmm. you guys get that on a twice-a-week basis. Um, I love having these guys a part of our network and just the consistent communication. We're in the middle of a draft right now as well, so I'm excited about that um, so that I can win all this free swag they're giving away at the end of the year. But uh, make sure to follow these guys on Twitter. Uh, Matthew Fox, uh, where can we find you on Twitter, man? Nighthawks7734. Bruni? At SportsFanaticMB. Dennis? At Culture underscore Coach. Follow Stoops on Twitter at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore. Give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. Make sure to check out all the other shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Right on. See y'all later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.